I was a jacked up parent. I had no clue, no guidance, no structure, no foundation as to how to be a parent. I'm just going to keep it real. I've been given bits and pieces of things that transpired throughout my life. But I think I'm going to go back to the beginning a little bit to give you a little history as to why I am so hell-bent on sharing a story, the story, somebody's story, my story. Um, I grew up in a family of 11. I was the youngest. I don't know what transpired. All I know was I was left alone and damaged from the womb to the tomb. I'm sorry, I rephrased that damaged from the womb um a lot of people are going to get angry with some of the things that I'm going to share I'm okay with that I'm angry so that makes two of us or 11 of us plus the rest but maybe this will enlighten the rest of you who don't deal with this side of the family I digress Growing up in this family, um, we were, I made a comment on an earlier podcast about a foundation. I couldn't get all the things that I wanted to say to describe what a foundation really is. Anybody can put a foundation anywhere around the world and say, I got a foundation. It's what you do with that foundation that makes a difference, that makes it stand out, that makes it unique. Um, And that's called structure, because you got to put a structure on that foundation to hold it together. So, I did not have that. Um, As far as I can remember, before we moved away from our hometown, all I could remember is... A lot of trucks coming to our house, dropping off packages. Um, A lot of material things were replaced with emotions, love, and affection. Um, I didn't have that. I always tell people that my parents got tired after they had me and they gave up. So I was on my own. Um, I, hmm, it's crazy that I still feel kind of some type of way when I hear people say, um, shit that happened in your childhood shouldn't affect how you are as an adult. That's bullshit because it does. And y'all know it does because it affects y'all. That's what gave y'all the drive to be or do the things that you did. I don't give a flip what type of motivation it was to get you in that place where you are. Somebody pissed you off. Somebody challenged you. Somebody said you couldn't do it. Somebody said you weren't smart enough, cute enough, or whatever. But that was your motivation to get you there. And you are. But in that process, you were destroyed inside. But you had a you had a, a crew, a backup, a support group, this, that, and the third 
to help pull you through. I'm sure you did. So, um, when I say that I was a horrible parent, I feel as though I was. Because everything that I did not get emotionally from my parents or my family, I portrayed that on my kids. Total opposite. Everything that I did not get from them, I gave it to my children, whether they wanted it or not. And it was in an abundance <laughs> to the point to where as I pretty much psychologically messed my children's head up because of my um ah <laughs> uh, because of what I went through. I don't even know how to describe it or what word to use to describe it. But I am bringing this up to say that <laughs> my girls are the amazing replica of somebody else's kids. <laughs> um, I got like cigarettes. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. I don't know how to cut it. I'm probably probably gonna get uh kicked off of anchor. I apologize. I'm in a moment. Um, anyway, I don't know where these kids came from because I know I was a screw up and I didn't have that foundation to raise my children the way that they have turned out. And I have to give them the utmost respect, kudos and everything else that I have in me to let them know how I am proud of them. I am amazed at how they have turned out. My God, Jesus, girls, with what y'all had to work with. Ooh, Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, um, this is why I wanted to record this morning. Um, a lot of people talk shit about me leaving them or me leaving home <clears throat> and I have to give them a little background on some of the things as to why I left home um, I, I had my first child on my 16th birthday I was a homeless no, I'm sorry I was a runaway and how I met my husband was that I was living with an elder sister. Um, I had just had my kid. I had a cesarean. It was, the pain was so bad that my heart stopped beating. And they had to cut her out. Because she was so fat. She was like 9 pounds, something like that. 10 ounces. And I couldn't help her naturally. So they had to cut her out. Anyway, um, I was staying with my sister. It wasn't right at home. My mother has been saved and was saved. So everything that I say about the situation and my growing up, she was forgiven. The Lord forgave her and she asked for forgiveness on a daily basis because her head stayed in that Bible praying for her kids on a daily basis. Um, so I cannot say, you know, the things that I speak about her are coming from a negative place. I'm just giving information, foundation, history, or whatever you want to categorize it as. 
So, um, yeah, I was a runaway. I had my kid on my 16th birthday. I don't even know where I was living um, during a pregnancy. Yes, I do. I was living with her dad. We had, we were first living in a ruined house, and he didn't like it because it was a lot of men in there. <laughs> and he didn't like we had to use one bathroom. So he wouldn't have to stand outside while I take a bath or whatever. So his mother couldn't stand me. She knew I was young, but she didn't, um, it was too late. The damage was done. I won't say, <laughs> I, I don't mean that, Santana. I meant that metaphorically. I think that's the word to use. Um, yeah, we were, I was already pregnant and she really didn't like me. She did not want me in her house even before I got pregnant. And I understood because her son was a screw-up, real bad, still is. Um, <clears throat> but we lived in a storage area behind her house. I was pregnant, and he was, um, I think I was eight months pregnant after we left that ruined house. He was... he was a drunk. He was a raging, raging, raging drunk. It didn't matter what it was. He wanted to drink, but we lived in a storage area, and I was ready to come home because it was almost time for me to have my baby. So I moved in with my sister, and um, I don't even know how I got to the hospital. It was so crazy back then. Uh, it was time for her to come out. I think I carried her for 10 months. She didn't want to come out, and I didn't tell. I wasn't telling nobody because I was 15 years old. I didn't know. I was stupid, so I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't paying no attention, and I went to the doctor. I think I remember my doctor. I loved him. His name was Doctor Finlayson. He knew. He loved me. He he tried to make me come, like I was supposed to. He would call me. I would ignore his calls, but anyway. Yeah, I went to the doctor that day, and he sent me to the hospital that same day because I was 10 months, and I had her on my birthday, May 16th. And um, I went back to my sister's house, and Tracy's dumb butt, drunk still, an alcoholic. He was breaking in the house trying to get to me. <laughs> we had broken up. And he would break up, break in that basement all the time, trying to get in the house. And I would be asleep on my sister's couch, and I would hear him in the middle. Of the <laughs> I would hear him in the middle of the night calling my name, and I would tell my sister, and she called the police on. Um, by the time police got there, that little nigga be gone. But anyway, nine days after I had her, my mom sent my brother to get me. And he didn't have a ride, and he asked his neighbor to um, come and get me. And that's how I met my husband. He was the ride, and um, he was cute then. He was young. I mean, I was hot mess. Mind you, I was 16. Didn't have guided structure. All I knew was what I saw growing up, hence the reason why my earlier 
recordings and I couldn't get it out. But seeing this as though I have quiet time, I can record and talk. So, um, yeah, I met him on my nine days after my daughter was born. And he was on his way out of town. I don't know how in the world we got back in contact. But, um, yeah, I don't even know that. I think he gave me his number, snuck it in my hand, and he said he was going out of town and he'll be back. <laughs> I was 16 years old. Yeah. Um, 16 years old. Baby was nine days old. Yeah, he was 34. So, um, I guess he went out of town. He had his grill and stuff in the trunk. I was a hot mess, y'all. I didn't know any better. Um, things that took transpired on the earlier part of my life, it carried on into the adulthood. So please, when y'all talk about shit that happened in your childhood, um, doesn't affect you as an adult. I stayed married to him for 30 years. So don't tell me things don't carry on and affect your adulthood. I'll talk to you later, guys. Hey, y'all. I was just thinking that um, our foundation, our parents, was the quote-unquote foundation is the term people like to use all the time. I hate that term, but it, our parents were giving us what they were giving to them, which was little to none because their parents were pretty much slaves or um, poor and didn't have much education or anything like that. So I said that to say that each and everything that I say going forward, I would like to make it abundantly clear that my mom was saved and forgiven. What I am doing is sharing a story to help somebody Anybody help me? So, any y'all who have any negative um, comments or anything like that, I'll accept them. I have a rebuttal. Don't think you want to hear it, but I have one. So, be careful. To be continued.